All right, welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, okay. otherwise known as Scottcast. I have David here. What's up, everybody? Back after a roaring success on uh, episode eight, uh, the Musk of Scottcast. That's right. Are you? How excited are you about the success you've seen so far? I'm. I'm like an eight out of ten, man. Out of, with you know that being the highest score possible of excitement. Eight. Right. Yeah. Like a solid eight. Why not? Why? What's holding you back from ten out of ten? That's only because it can only get better from here, Scott. Okay, I, a little bit of room for improvement. Yeah, there's always room for improvement, except know. in the future when you control everything. We're broadcasting from Sunny Hamtramck, Michigan, and I want to say, I'm a podcasting robot. I've been dropping pods left and right, all day, every day. I didn't. I didn't realize this. Uh, that it's just like a pre-established thing that you're a robot. I thought everybody just knew. I mean, I am a robot. Did you I've, become a robot, or you've always been one? I'm. I, I've. I've not. Are you becoming become self-aware a... of the fact that you're a robot? You're hurting my brain. I don't want to talk about <laughs> the self-awareness question. I. I am just a robot. Um, if you want to reference Scott Cast lore, reference episode four, and reference episode twelve. This is episode four. Was that what that was? That was episode. No, this isn't episode four. This is episode lucky number thirteen. This is episode thirteen. Yep. And for episode thirteen, I want to unveil one of my greatest, one of my greatest schemes, I've ever come up with. I was thinking to myself, I want to become the best podcaster in the world, and I think I mentioned to Ian once that I wanted to die and then drop one more pod. I wanted to pod and that was me. That was you. Uh, I'm glad that you just supplement. You're just like trying to transplanting your good memories with me for Ian. That says a lot. That's okay. Anyway, you're, you're lucky that there's a filter on me right now because other, otherwise you don't want to see me unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. What's what your unfiltered thoughts on that? Yeah, because because we have we're, we're going to be talking about the feud between you and Ian coming the, up. The feud that. I'm a little behind. <laughs> when you're two episodes behind on the feud yourself, and you're in the feud, you feel like you're disadvantaged a little bit. So I mean, it's it's just how it goes. Once you get a more regular uh, potting schedule, you can you can catch up I'll on work the feud. On that. But I think I think I, I think you're right though that this disadvantage of you coming in mm-hmm. only once in a while versus his weekly come-ins. I'm the underdog. You're the underdog. We need to find a place. For you both to have an equal playing field to figure out who is the best Scottcast co-host, and you guys both provide separate services. Like Ian, he he helps. How, how do I service you, Scott? I'll, I'll, we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Ian, he provides help getting my mental clarity and focus so I can pod better. You. You provide me with the information necessary in this upcoming pod, keep in mind, on how I can become a superhuman creature who will pod into eternity. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. That's right. I need to know how to do that, and you're going to explain not, how. That's not, that's not scary at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a little bit of a... It's best to just think of me as a podcast host, but also a bit of a supervillain. But not a very dangerous one. Just hmm. one that podcasts a like lot. Like an evil genius who's also kind of cool. Like that Megamind guy. 
No. No? What, what's Megamind? Megamind is that movie with Will Ferrell where he's like a super genius. I don't like yeah. it. I don't like it. Our like Elon don't Musk. Like it. There we go. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Elon oh, Musk. There you go. So I'm potting robot and that's what we're going to do. We're going to learn how to make me a better podcast host. Build you up, buttercup. That's right. So you're going to do that. But you and Ian still need to find an equal playing field. You can't. I can't just compare enhancements, right? You know, because... What kind of... <laughs> This is a family program, Scott. I don't think we're going to be talking about enhancements on the show. Wait, are we talking about just everybody or just... Well, you and you like and Ian two, specifically... Two men, male enhancements. Okay. You and Ian specifically make me a better podcast host. Mm-hmm. And now we need to find a way to get you two feuding in a single location. Divorce court. single time. I don't know. No, Sorry. not divorce okay. court. Sorry. <laughs> you make me a better person, both of you. Which one do I choose? It's like the classic triangle, the love triangle. I'm not, no, this is not. This is like Twilight 2.0, Scott. No, I'm sorry. This is only settling the feud. This has nothing to do with me. I'm just the arbiter. You're I'm just, just here. I see you guys feuding, tearing at each other's throats, sending me messages back and forth, cussing each other out, being like, I don't like this about his performance. I don't like this about his performance. And I just want you guys to settle it out. Duke them out. We're going to have a face-off show. David and Ian is going to come on to ScottCast. And we're going to have a competition of wits, will, and... Wow. Out, outlast, outwit, outplay. Yeah. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Probst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do that. And it's going to be a great episode. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not at all bitter about the shots that were fired at me. Otherwise, why would I address it? I mean, if not to say that I was okay with it. I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. It's a nice shirt. Thanks. It's, uh... Oh, sorry. It's it's not ironic at all. It's not like me trying to secretly kind of Are explain you Irish? the fact... I am Irish, thank you. Okay. I have been called a racist against the Irish by certain individuals. Ian? Misinformed individuals. Ian Dixon? They won't, they won't, I won't name any names. I'm naming Ian Dixon and asking with a question mark. But, yeah... He's uh he made he made some some jabs at my my uh my heritage so and and my pride from my people you know so you know saying that I didn't uh understand Celtic traditions when really I clearly said the word Celtic I, it it can be it can be debated back here's and the, forth but. here's my thoughts what we need here and I think everyone no one here is clear on Celtic Irish Scottish German. It sounded to me like Ian foreign. doesn't know what Celtic means because it means all the people that are in the that are within the Celtic community, the Irish and the Scottish. Is that is together. that true? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like the did I, it's did like I the Welsh. And it's like everybody in the UK, pretty much. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna look it up, but it's like I know it's Irish. Like I, the, the Irish and the Scottish are definitely in there, and pro- probably somewhere mixed in there are the people from the uk and wales and all that good stuff too but i mean you asked me if there was irish traditions i said i said there's celtic traditions and then and then where did you learn all this stuff about celtic irish in my from my ancestors ancestry you know ancestry.com do you think there's a a good book about this kind of stuff (laughs) i'm sure that is a good audio book that i could listen to it but you know what would be a great place to get one of those audiobooks? What's that, Scott? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast and get yourself, sign up for Audible, get a free audiobook. Wow. Free 30-day trial. And if you don't like it, if you don't like your experience, you can just cancel it. You keep your audiobook. 
It's fantastic. You get to support ScottCast every time you sign up by going to audibletrial.com forward slash ScottCast. You can download books about Irish heritage, about epigenetics, Japanese folklore, whatever you Japanese want. Japanese folklore. And pronunciation not- guides for commutes. We're probably, yeah, going to have to do a pronunciation guide for basic words, also <laughs> Japanese, like deities mm-hmm. uh, and folklore and mm-hmm. and how to pronounce things when you're a non-native speaker and you've been drinking and your kurama sounds like kodama mm-hmm. kodama whatever it was that he said so something i don't yeah. i don't one day what any of you guys say i'll address that in a future podcast scott since it is an, is- an issue of contention i will go on the record under oath please yes i give sw- swear me in i will swear you in i swear by it okay by the old gods in the new Fantastic. And you're going to win this face-off? You're going to win? We'll see. You will see? Ooh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I'll give a spoiler and just let everybody know I'm going to win, but I don't know how you win yet, so yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Yeah. It's a little fuzzy. Especially since I, you know... I don't plan I guess, anything for Scott Cast like, until the day of, so I might plan something like a few days ahead of it for this one, because it's going to be a special Scott Like, like a bare-knuckle boxing match. That's right. Yeah, just old school. And yeah, that that should be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, just no, of course you can't hit the face. Of course, it's a face off. So Ian's beautiful face won't be destroyed. It's okay. Ian, the Ian fanboys out and fangirls out there will they, they would be disturbed by that. So and then it would be an audio only po- you know portion of the podcast, which we're trying to push this video thing. So yeah, it's good. Are we trying to push it? I don't know. I don't know. What I'm talking we're, about. we're just we're just offering many different media formats from everybody. Yeah, like and that includes email, and you know what that means. Email bag. I love them emails. Okay, it's time for the Scottcast email bag. This email comes from uh, a user named the Dancing Brit, a listener named the Dancing Brit. You think it's a British person? I do think that if it might be an, a double entendre because, uh, you know, the, the name Brit or is short for Brittany, and that doesn't mean someone from Britain. So, yeah. Okay. Brit, Britons. Britons. Yeah. I also specialize in etymology. If any of you guys have, you know, a certain name that you would like to be expanded upon, its its origins, I know that shit. Stuff. I know that stuff. Etymology. So, this is what uh, Dancing Brit writes. I'm writing you this email because I am hot about Scott Cass. Ooh. So hot, in fact, that I wanted this email address for my personal use. She's referring, of course, to hot4scottcast at gmail.com. That's hot, the letter, the number four, and then scottcast at gmail.com. Uh, and she was quite peeved when she found out that it had already been taken. But hey, you win some, you lose some. So, Scott, I guess I have to trust that you will handle the dire life, blah, blah, blah. I started listening to your show at the Musk of Scottcast. This is a very interesting entry point. Wait, that was the one with, uh, who was in the Musk of Scottcast? I was with the David Vanderheden. Yeah, you can follow me at facebook.com slash the David Vanderheden. Brittany's got some good comments. She's got some sweet comments. Very nice. Sweet. She, she likes the video and audio production quality. Wow. Go me. Wow. Go me. Can you blame her? I mean, the, she's basing it off the Muska Scott cast, which is the worst produced video Scott cast yet. You're at the best and you're at the worst. How does that feel? Oh, just because I don't know. I feel ambivalent about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she, okay. She is a part of this clan of uh, Scott cast listeners who 
are direly in need of me to learn how to pronounce the word commute. Mm -hmm. Commutism. And this is the most interesting part of the email that I wanted to bring up for you, David. Because we all know about fan favorite Ian Dixon. People tune in because it's him. People love Ian Dixon. I get fan emails about Ian Dixon all day. Fan tweets. People are like, when's Ian coming back? When's Ian coming back? Let's get some more Ian in our lives. Isn't Ian uh, short for like doing ecstasy? No. Okay. But this is the most interesting <laughs> part of this email. <laughs> Clearly, Scott's not Ian. You should have that guy, David, on your show more often. He seems like a really great guy. Easy on the eyes, too, and some embarrassing emoticon. However, I heard he has this new, wonderful, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, and that he's off the market sigh. Oh, yeah. I guess I, I guess I didn't mention that, but yeah. This person knows a lot about me. It's freaky. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. You should uh, mm. probably... We, maybe we shouldn't air this Scottcast. <laughs> it's like... Like this, the show will resume after this transmission. Like a little message, and then David's gone. He's like, pull him off. Okay, so she's admiring you from afar. So she's watching. Wow, she's really written quite the the book here. Is there a question? Ultimately, she wants advice. Okay. She wants to know if she should get an Android or an iPhone. Somehow, she managed to get to that point. Oh, eventually that was the email. All it was building up to. That, it was I building like. up to Android versus iPhone. <laughs> it was all there. A lot of buttering uh, up, and then wow. tell me which phone to buy. I'd say maybe since we're going to be talking about uh, cyborgs and androids in the show, I would say definitely go with the Android. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me too. I also think that. Yeah. Good. So as you should. I don't think it requires any explanation. No. But thank you for the question, the dancing Brit. I guess. Probably a beautiful, intelligent, talented, cool person there. Maybe. That was... Uh, Let's get to the real meat of the episode for this listener. So I was, I was sending a message to a friend of mine, and I was bringing up the idea. In the future, the upper class of society is going to have access to more... Uh, expensive medical treatments that are going to include like using robots and stuff to to do gene therapy uh, to to make people a better human kind of being and i want to re- tell you what i wrote because it reminded me of something that so you recommended scott cast because scott cast is all about being better than you are yeah it is it is scott cast <laughs> is about being better than you are by once you listen to scott cast you just become a better person and in the future when this is advanced to a certain point, you won't even have to worry about voluntarily participating. You'll just be better because you'll be part of the hive mind. Yeah, it's called cyber hacking. It's like once you subscribe to Scottcast, you just all the Scottcasts get beamed into you, mm. and you and it sounds you exhilarating. One with the Scottcast. Mm. But anyways, I was talking to this. I was talking to my friend, and um, <laughs> well, I was, I, okay, I was telling my friend. Baby making isn't necessary in about a generation. The rich will be cloning and genetically modifying their children for positive traits, creating a feedback loop that will not only create a wealth gap between the classes, but a genetic one as well. The rich will learn better, live longer, be immune to more diseases, while the poor will struggle along in genetically inferior bodies like French bulldogs, wheezing and plugging along on daily tasks. Eventually, 
the rich and the poor won't be able to breed, and the rich will merge with technology, and the poor will either be consumed or ignored, creating two separate species, a godlike one and a prehistoric one. The godlike ones will be revered, and the prehistoric ones will create monuments to them like the pyramids. That ah, sounds like the same old stuff, Scott. You know, same, same old, old stuff. <laughs> Just a different flavor. Oh, uh, yeah. Same old thing. You got the but divide the, there. So, oh, interesting. But the yeah. point is... There's a point? The point is that I, I want to be uh, the, the best podcasting host possible. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, get, get in on this genetically modifying game. I mean, you might as well. I need your, I need your assistance and your advice to getting started. Oh, I'd be happy to help, Scott. So tell me about it. Tell me what I can do. Okay, so that was a bit of a bit of a sentence there. That was almost like that kind of sentence you would read in one of those novels. You know, it was one of the long-winded sentences you'd read in one of those novels that you David Foster recommend. Wallace. Yes, yeah, great name, by the way. It's a great name. Wasn't David Wallace the guy from The Office? Half the people you listed sounded like people from like like TV shows. I was like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, they were all real like, authors. Like James Joyce is like Jim Joyce. That was the guy who like blew Armando. I never watched Gal- The Office. Oh, it's not from The Office. It's from uh, the Tigers. He blew that one guy's uh, perfect game. It was the oh, co- that's it was right. The um- it was umpire who like effed up, and he said he was safe, and he was like crying afterwards. He's like, I took away that guy's perfect game. It's like, all right, all right. So, what are we talking about? I'm trying to get some information, some inside scoop. How oh, how, right. can, how can I become a genetically superior being so I can podcast better? Okay, Scott. So uh, kind of going into the human physiology aspect of it, you can, there's yeah. two ways you can go into it, okay? You can look at it from the way that we're going to modify ourselves biologically, mm-hmm. like physiologically, or you can look at it from like the way technology is going to approach it and modify us, okay? Let's start with the biological aspect okay okay first of all you're going to, want to look into a little thing called epigenetics okay epigenetics epigenetics what's epigenetics it's like epic genetics without the c no what is it oh what is it literally <laughs> yes. well what it is is it's so basically um our bodies our dna has every piece of information that it would ever need for like all of the all of the mammal the mammal kingdom in there right if it wants you to be a rat, it express, expresses the rat genes. If it wants you to be a human, it expresses the human genes, right? Right. So we're no different from the mice that we test on, Scott. But Wait if- a minute. Oh, I have a question now. It just came from the spring of my mind. The wellspring of my mind. This is live potting, folks. Live. Does this mean that of. there's a finite combination of living beings? Um... There is subtle variations, so like there is like you know like a certain percentage that's different from like separates us from each of the other mammals. Uh-huh. For the most part, like if you look at like throughout history, you know it's like there's there's ancient you know mutations that we have within our, that are locked within our genome that just are not expressed, and certain things that are like vestigial on us, for example, mm-hmm. are no longer expressed as much. Like you know like there was probably other vestigial things we had too that was just kind of opted out. But if we wanted to get it back. Maybe something, you know, there's some kind of environmental change and our bodies have to adapt. It's still in there. The potential is still kind of locked away. Uh-huh. So what you could do is if you look into epigenetics, you could look and go through that. We've already mapped the human genome. Okay. But we just don't know what everything does. Okay. You can start. I mean, that's like, you know, knowing where all the switches are at and just like, you know, 
It's like pressing all the buttons on the elevator, okay? Or it's like yeah. it's like just switching, you know, you, you lose power and you go to the circuit breaker and you don't know which things flip forward. You just start flipping things randomly, okay? You got to know what each one does. You got to have labels that say, this goes to the living room. This goes to, you know, your I whatever, have an idea. Right? I remember a few episodes ago, you're a loyal listener. Remember a few episodes ago when I was talking to Ian about his cat and how we should clone a mass army of them. I do. Jonesy? Yeah, Jonesy the cat. Can we experiment on this cat? The thousands and legions of clones that will eventually be created. So what, what are you saying? That you take like a bunch of bunch of Jonesies and you use each one of them and like you test out almost using like lab rats? Like just... Yeah, here's my thought. Okay, here's right, my right. thought. Here's right. the What's your thought, Scott? The evil scheme is that I will, I'm creating this company uh, that will clone Jonesy, Ian's cat, which is a very well t- well-tempered cuddly fun cat you can wear him as a scarf great and i'm going to mass produce this cat not like we wear him as you living son of a living <laughs> like like you just put him on your shoulders and use the out. leftover ones as scarves whatever <laughs> the ones that don't work out this is, this is an evil plan but it's not that bad it's so bad now no, no. it's already evil before you even start explaining <laughs> as you try to like pointing out in, in an endearing way about this cat that you love <laughs> Maybe don't be also like Hannibal Lecter about it. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. anyway, so we're gonna have a large production run, and there's gonna eventually be an oversupply. And once there's an oversupply, we're gonna start using these this oversupply to secretly test their genomes to fi- find out okay what makes Scott live longer, what makes Scott right. stronger, Turn what it makes on. Scott not need to sleep so he can pod twenty four seven. Actually, be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, that would be the best thing. You know what's funny about this is a little tangent, but like we don't even know, like we know that you do certain things. Like, like I mean, I used to I remember when I was lecturing back in you know my university days, and it's like people like my anatomy students would like ask me like, why do we cry or why do we laugh? And I'd be like, I don't know because rhythmic like laughing, rhythmic like contractions of the diaphragm mm-hmm. make you feel good and give you a dopamine response. I don't know. Like, why do we sleep? Why do we dream? You know, like that. Why do we dream and do that kind of stuff? Very simple processes. Why do we smile? You know, it's like it's a it's built in. Right. It's not like language. It's body language. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's really interesting. So, like, what if you can knock out the sleep part of the genome? That says, what are the consequences do you think that would be? Yeah, I know. We don't know because we don't know what it does, but it's like, yeah, untapped potential. So it'd be really interesting to see what happened if you could knock that out and maybe knock off some other things too. Like, what if we took the, like, because you have the, it's like built into your, you know, genome. Uh, part of it's related to your actual, you know, biological structure with telomere links and everything like that whether or not you're going to age, but it's actually kind of built in. The aging process is kind of built into our bodies. What if you could knock out all those processes that make you age, mm-hmm. thus making Scott immortal? Immortal. Immortal potting machine. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I brought David on. This is the key to getting Scott Cast to most mm. greatest of all time goat podcasting glory. Yes. I will be the podcast that would, that always was. It doesn't matter if you're even that good. You're just going to be around longer. Just through, through attrition, you're going to wear down your competition. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know. I just imagine. Okay. Let's say I'm immortal. I'm immortal. That's uh, an interesting forever. concept. Okay. So let's say I have that in the bag. So in 70 years, I'm going to be potting more than anybody's ever potted. Prolific. And people are going to treat me like an Academy Award winning lifetime winner. And since I'm immortal, I'm just getting started, baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> now it's like barely even the tip of the iceberg. That's right. Yeah. So that's my strategy with Scottcast. As many Scottcasts as possible, as fast as possible, and for as long as possible. Eventually, Scottcast is going to be the best broadcast ever created. Well, that's step one. Okay. So step one is well, becoming step immortal. one is immortality. Simple. Yeah, and Simple you're going to help me out with that, right? Well, let's talk about how maybe that would happen, right? Okay, Please. so, I mean, we could... Right now, we just don't have the technology to kind of go in there and knock out those genes and know what they do. However, when you start talking about human advancement, which is something I feel like we're going to talk about every now and then just because I like to think about it. You know, I like to think about how we can tweak certain things in our bodies and optimize. I'm very... I'm all about being optimal, right? Yeah. So, if you were to use, like, a technology... Um, to alter the genes, what would it be? And right now, what it looks like is nanobots, nanotechnology, Ooh. nanomedicine, nano everything. So like little Rosie the robots in your body, repairing your body and making you a better. Yeah, creature. essentially, essentially, they're you know on the the you know what was a nano like a, a billionth of a meter or something like that. So something. It, yeah, it's not a micron because like a micrometer would be even smaller, but a nano meter a nanobot would be at the cellular level so it would be able to go in and right now it's being looked at for like cancer treatments it's got everything starts with a good premise or at least you know in the healthcare industry what it would make a lot of money well, i don't know because some people think that cancer is not going to be cured because it makes people too much money it makes oh the, like the ever heard of that? evil pharmaceutical what's what where, big, what's big pharma better? big pharma big pharma's plan hmm. yeah well, they probably already have all those immortality pills yeah. and all that stuff. They're probably they're probably doing the Scott Cast thing, but with that, see, at least when I'm evil, the only thing that happens is everybody gets a very entertaining show. Which is that so bad, Scott? It's great. Yeah. I think I'm doing a service for the world. Speaking of immortality and cancer, though, one thing about cancer cells, though, is they don't have a Hayflack limit, which is the ability to. There's a certain limit to how many times your cells can reproduce over and over again before they just they they shorten themselves. They cut off the end of the rope too many times. And anyways, the point is like, cancer cells don't have that. They they don't really have a Hayflack limit, so they can just they just they're so hard to kill. They're almost like immortal cells. You're trying to kill what cannot be killed almost, mm -hmm. right? And that's why it's so hard. And there's so many different types of cancer, but that's kind of general overgeneralization. But some people have actually looked into that. Like, okay, well, if cancer cells are so resilient, why can't we adapt our own tissues to have that too? Are, are these like, is this like the military? Like they're going to be like creating super soldiers made out of cancer? That would be actually, yeah, that would be a possibility. And then, so that's that. That's the thing too. Is like, are you going to go the biological route to enhance humans, or are you going to go the technology, or both? Some people are so worried about, you know, genetic selection, and, and I think you know we've we've talked about like, you know, like, you know, if you could modify your kids, right? You know, and say like, you don't want them to have this debilitating disease, right? You want to, I don't want to have them die when they're three years old. Okay. Knock that out. But where do we draw the line at? Like how much do you actually get to control, you know, your kids? Can you choose their eye color? Can you choose their hair color? Or, you know, can you choose whether or not they're going to have a high IQ? Is it, it going to be like the Sims? Yeah. And it's like, but, and that's what you're talking about where like you'd select the perfect children and those children would come from rich families because they can afford the actual procedure. Mm -hmm. And then those rich people, you know, they just, they become successful. Like I was and, saying, yeah, like exactly. I was saying to my friend, 
Yeah. The the classes will end up separating themselves based on the genetically superior race. And I'm saying if I become genetically superior before everybody else, I can create a broadcast that is so good that everyone just watches it and and and, and they find peace with each other and we don't have to worry about this this mad rush to genetic perfection. Yeah. People will just be like, why do we need to obtain genetic perfection if we can just watch Scott Cass? And worship him. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, what? what? I didn't say that. This is Easter just, weekend. If he could just bring all the people together like some kind of deity, then it would be like the best thing. I'm just saying if it's... I was immortal, okay, I would have a really good podcast. Yeah, it wouldn't go to your head at all. Well, the podcast is already going to power mind. corrupts absolutely, Scott. Yeah, yeah, absolute power. But you know what the military absolutely. funding of genetic experimentation reminds me of? Jurassic Park. Of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. I love Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is the greatest movie ever made. Do you agree? Of course. Thank God somebody knows how to be on this show. That's this give. There's only like a, points for David. There's only like three rules on this there's show, and that's one rules. of them. <laughs> Acknowledge Jurassic Park. There's a there's a mural of the girl with the Jello pudding. I mean the Jello Jello Jello, not yeah, Jello pudding. It's a Jell- painting. Wait, does Jello make pudding too? That's it's confusing. A, it's just Jello. I know, but like, doesn't Jello also make pudding? They have a brand. They, they the Jello brand has yeah, a pudding. That's confusing. Anyway, she, she, yeah, you have a mural of the girl with the Jello on her spoon, looking at was most likely Velociraptors. Ariana Richards paint painted. It's a it's a print. Yeah. I need, so, I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to find a smaller uh, frame that will suit just the picture. But I'll, I'll put a picture on it for this yeah, podcast. Put it up. Take a look. It's pretty cool. I like it, it. She's genuinely frightened. Yeah. Possibly because she's not sure if that's how velociraptors are like accurately depicted. But she's not. Yeah. She's, she's not definitely sure. thinking about the scientific accuracy of the genetic part cloning process. Jurassic Park. As you should in that situation. Process. I mean. She's interrupting. She can't even enjoy her Jello over it. So yeah, it's sad. So I, my thing, the news I have about Jurassic Park this week. Oh, there's is, news. I do have news. Is I was browsing YouTube and I found a broadcast that, okay, Scottcast is going to be the greatest broadcast ever. But right now it's not. Right now on YouTube, there's a guy on YouTube that has that's dedicated to Jurassic Park film facts and trivia and discussion. And I, it is a rabbit hole I went down in for hours. It is the better if, if people need to all listen to this stuff. He talks about the Spinosaurus. He talks about Jurassic Park 3. He talks about all sorts of things. Oh, so remind me, I was listening to, uh, as a loyal listener um, mm-hmm. to you explain how you were actually in on the Jurassic mm-hmm. Park films. What was it? It was a, it was a website? Yeah. That you were, you were selling Jurassic something. Jurassic World website. That you still like own or something i own a website called dinopit.com and on on the jurassic world website they have a list of the dinosaurs created for jurassic world it's you know it's a mock-up website that's that's supposed to look like the actual jurassic world's website so on microceratus they have it which is a small like triceratops kind of does it have serrated no why is it called serratus? It's called microceratus because it it means small horned. It, it it is used to be called microceratops, which is which is oh, just a small. Which has the serrated thing. Okay, sorry, I'm just, this, my, it my it's not thing. serrated like a knife. Okay. It's it's spelled different. Okay, 
I'm just um, thinking of your serratus anterior, which is one of your muscles from, oh, okay. from the Latin serratus. Maybe, meaning, maybe meaning, something like that. serratus in Latin means it just means serrated, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, so on the Jurassic World website, they had a silhouette picture of the microserratus, and that silhouette picture is pixel for pixel, like a silhouette picture that I have on my Dino Pit website, oh. and they so they took it from that, and I found out that they did this because there was a Jurassic Park Wikipedia article that specifically points out oh, really? the use between Dino Pit Citation and the by an anonymous user yeah. named Scott. No, it, was, wasn't, it wasn't even by me. It wasn't even, I found it. It was great. That's funny. So, and in the Jurassic World movie, you can see it uh, most prominently when uh, the Tyrannosaurus and the Indominus Rex are attacking each other. And they're in the gift shop, yeah. and there's a red T-shirt with all the icons on it. Yeah. Mine is the tiny microceratus. Okay, so are they hiding behind it? Like, yeah, it's like on the. You should rack. give like the timestamp on the DVD where I'll, people I'll can look it up. I'll put a screenshot on the video. You should. I want to see it. Okay, I'll yeah. put that up. Okay, sorry. What were we talking about before that? So no, this was just this was just a diversion that I planned in advance so I can insert Jurassic Park into this podcast. Wow, well, because well, the, the Jurassic Park quotient is way too low. Just like nature, you find a way, Scott. That's right. Yep. Just inject a little Scott frog Cass in Scott finds you. a way. Just put a little frog in your DNA, and next thing you know. Next thing you know, I'm switching genders and attacking a park of tourists. Ooh, let's just pick the one specific, one of the only members of the mammal kingdom that, you know, the animal kingdom that can just, you know, spontaneously, uh, you know, change sex and have kids. And also that lysine deficiency. We don't need to continue talking about it. I'm sure it's been beaten to death. I'm sure you can check it out on whatever the channel is that you're plugging. Oh, for sure. Even though we didn't mention their name. So we're coming up towards the end of our pod, man. Okay. And I want to talk about the future of Scott Cast. Before we talk about the future of Scott Cast, which is cyber hacking and stuff like that, uh, you want to be able to subscribe to Scott Cast uh, the old-fashioned way using email or your favorite podcasting app. Go to go to scottcast.us. Yeah, not scottcast.com. And you will find all sorts of little ways to join the Scottcast Legion. Get updated weekly about all the Scottcast happenings. I pod multiple times per week because eh, it's just what I do. So let's talk about cyber hacking and how people can eventually subscribe to the podcast in their minds. Okay. Well, yeah. We're jumping ahead a bit, but basically, you skip a few steps. All right, let's assume that you've already kind of modified everybody, okay? And say that you have, you know, worked out all the kinks and you're in complete control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this immortal being, you're, you're like, you know, a cyborg, essentially. Right. Because you've, you've enhanced yourself to the point where you've got all these crazy abilities um, you know, and you've enhanced yourself biologically and with the you know, the nanobots and everything. And then you're all powerful. So what do, what do the what do the hackers want to do? Okay. Now, if everybody in the future, let's let's just imagine a future where everybody has decided like be like Scott. Okay, which is pretty. Which plausible. is probably going to happen. I mean, people are kind of like that anyway. So naturally, the natural order of things is that everybody wants to be like Scott. They want to be like this guy has some sweet enhancements. Let's get him too. And they have a chip in their head, or okay, and it's wireless. Because let's be real, we're not living in the matrix where you need to plug yourself in. Okay. Wireless, wireless. Let's get with the times here, okay? Oh, Bluetooth, if you will. Yeah, I mean, some derivative of Bluetooth. I'm blue sure. vertebrae. Yeah, blue every, blue bone. 
<laughs> and so basically you have like something that you can interface with the internet you can inter- you can you can you know basically i mean they even have this nowadays where they're trying to look into it for like spinal cord injury people that controlling their own limbs okay like you know they get like you know they have control over machines just through their thoughts i mean the japanese have done it too they can control things with their minds they you know directly plug into their brain and their thoughts can cause actions to happen in the machines so i want to be able to to pod like that just 24 7 right and spitting out pods just by thinking right just with your thoughts right that's right so in that situation though what you run into is there's people who don't aren't, aren't okay with the power even if you are a good deity to your people scott i would be there's always people there's always going to be the people who say yeah let's disrupt the order though right because we're not I up there well that <laughs> so i'm saying you're gonna need some firewalls okay, okay. because what Thank you're you. gonna have is what's called cyber hacking now let's not let's not even just imagine you're the dd which you will be let's say before that people even have this problem if you have cyber hacking like someone could literally take control of your body and make you do stuff that you don't want to do because you have essentially a cyber brain okay so mm-hmm. it's linked with your nervous system they could essentially hack you mm-hmm. and do you make you do just stuff. don't open weird emails yeah don't click on that cyber bit clickbait don't don't cyber hack with the nigerian princess when your thoughts are wandering that's the part your thoughts are going to wander to areas they shouldn't <laughs> and they're going to click on some things that they shouldn't be clicking on always so. be careful of your search history folks always use cyber protection mm-hmm. before you have a cyber connection with the cyber um that's actually probably when you could probably never mind you probably actually connect in a way that you can't nowadays so it's okay so if you were worried if you wanted to get to the olden days where people could could connect on a more emotional level we're gonna have to wait until we can cyber link up with each other we're in the dead days of society and of humanity so there you go with that said i want to wish everybody a happy week happy easter no because it's gonna go on after easter i hope you had one oh well, we always have to do this before a holiday, so... No, but that's, you don't have to mention thing. it. You, oh, it's this what? is dropping on a Wednesday. Oh, it is Wednesday Yeah. right now when it's dropping. Yeah. It went back in time for a second there. Yeah. Okay. Easter was great. Easter was the best Easter I've had. Okay, me too. Me as well. All right, from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast, I bid thee a do. Thank you.